the condensed, frenzied version of free agency and the Redskins starting camp. It's football season. And hail to the Redskins, live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Uh, yo, 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 what's up? Yo, Aaron. What? Where's Josh? called it what'd you call dude yellow cake yellow josh is late josh is late maybe he's hanging out with hope solo Hope Solo. i'm not playing this song again josh got mad (laughs) he was like who's hope solo dude who's hope solo dude who's hope solo and we're like dude it's it's han's girlfriend Ah, duh. Her wife. Anyway, welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 258, in which everything, the taint, rounding the roid, going through the armpits, coming through the crack of the offseason, all happened within (laughs) three days. Dude, I love this. I absolutely love this. I wish... You know, the the downside, of course, would be months and months of absolutely nothing to talk about. But I love how all this stuff, it's just like every day there's so much news. It's like, bam, trades, bam, cuts, bam, free agents. <laughs> yeah, not only free that. It's, every day there's stuff going on. We've been texting each other. We've been like burning holes in our phones here. Not only that, dude, but it's almost like we had nothing, nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden it's football season and it like we weren't. Yeah. In a ball, really. It was just like nothing football season. Instead of dragging it out over 12 months, because they're trying to make it like a 12-month thing, so you're always paying attention, which from a marketing standpoint makes sense. But, man, it's it's been really cool these last few days, because you never know. It's like every hour there's something new. You're like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, anyway, before we get into it, what could possibly be a 12-hour marathon podcast? Right. We'd like to give a shout out to David Lee Legal Services for his continuing yes, support of Harry Hug Football. I'd also like to give out a shout out to uh, Bleeds Burgundy and Gold out in California, or as John likes mean, to call uh, Nick the Greek. Nick the Greek? He's Nick the Greek. He said we have at least, he sent us a voicemail, said we have at least three people listening. Fantastic. Appreciate it. He's been he's been commenting in, on the site as well, so he's a long time listener, loyal mm-hmm. listener. And we'll get to his comments a little bit later on. Yeah, good stuff. Um, well, let's hop right into it, shall we? We shall. Before we get into the hey. before we get into talking about the upcoming season, let's talk about some business that had to be attended to to clear the slate. Before we could get into a more productive football team. Dude, all I have to say is, Albert Hainsworth, cut! Cut! Yes. I mean, what else do we need to say about it? Cut! Really? That he was actually, technically he was traded. But, uh, yeah, it just feels really good cut! to be like, dude, Albert Hainsworth, cut! Cut! Effing cut! He's gone. All, all I know is that he you gone. Were, I think you sent me an email about it or something and said that he was that or a text that Albert Hainsworth was cut for a fifth and I was like, What? A fifth bourbon? That's a good deal. <laughs> You're like, No, a fifth rounder and I'm like, Sweet, even better. I can't believe we got a fifth rounder because Shanahan has already come out and said he was not coming into camp Thursday morning. We weren't going to let him come into camp. We were gonna cut him. Nice. So so, so we, I don't know if the Patriots were feeling a little uh, benevolent 
you know, maybe they were, uh, maybe they were feeling a little sorry for that butt whooping that they gave us a few years ago on that perfect season that got ruined by the Giants in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, NFC East. Yeah. Yeah, but so all I, what I want to know is what are the Patriots thinking because um, they play a four three, dude. Well, they play a three. They play like a half and half. It's like half the time it's a three four, half the time it's a four three. But you know what I think they're gonna do because they've got Seymour up there. Do they have Seymour up there? No, they trade it. They've got a Will Fork up there. Will Fork. And they've got a couple other guys. I think what they're basically gonna use him for. And uh, you know we'll see what's going on with that, but I think what they're basically going to use him for, other than you know jogging to CCs, mm-hmm. is going to be situational stuff. It's going to be exactly what he wants. He'll go in for like one down out of every ten or something like that for a situational thing, and and that he'll go out there and do one play and bowl someone over and then crawl off the field because he's out of breath because he's out of shape. And he's got to come off for a blow on the sideline. A blow on the sideline. And then, you know, when he starts causing any trouble, they'll just straight up trade him or cut him. Because remember, like last year, Randy Moss, who was a Hall of Famer, started bad talking uh, what was going on in the press, like in the press conference after, the, uh, after one of the games, and he got traded that week. They were like, uh, you don't do that here. Bye. You don't call your coach a cheater to his face. <laughs> you don't you don't talk about the old club and how much you wish you were with your last team while in the press conference after losing to them. Yeah. He's a piece of crap. Did he get like traded and cut like three times last season? Something like that. He ended up playing in seventeen games because of the way the schedule worked out for him, because he played like a Sunday and then like a Monday or something like that, the way the trades worked out. It was very strange. In any event, anyway, we don't need to talk about him. Yeah. And we don't really need to talk about Haynes Worthless anymore. Can we never, um, never talk gone. about him again except for when he gets like bowled over by Roy Helu, our new running back, in the week 16 <laughs> or whenever we play him? I, th- I think we're done with him. Oh, wait, dude. Guess what? What? We're playing the Patriots at home in December. Hold on, dude. Before we're done with him, can I do one thing? What's that? It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. <laughs> this week's Kicking the Balls Award goes to none other than Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> bye bye. All right, that's enough. That cinnamon in style. That's it. Dude, did you hear what I said before you did that? Yeah. We're playing the Patriots. He's coming back to FedEx in December. Dude, I hope that we can put up a good show with the Patriots because I still have that bad taste in my mouth from when they ran up the score against us a few years ago. I'm, I'm, the fact that we're playing them in December gives me a lot of hope because I think we're going to absolutely suck in September. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, don't even get me started. But you I saw my post. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's gonna start getting better after a few games and I think we're gonna be as long as people are buying into the system, like, you know, longtime listeners know I'm not a big Shanty fan, but I think if they buy into the system, there's a chance that things could get better and better and better and we could actually have a good team for the first time in I don't know, fifteen years. Other than a couple of those Gibbs teams that played a little bit out of their shoes. We say that every year. Second dude. time around. I still haven't had my precarious predictions yet, so I might have to do that next week. I don't know. I think we might have to do that next week. There, there's not enough time in the world for this for it to put it on this week's podcast. No way. Anyway, um, because of the cuts. Oh wait, wait, wait! Before we get into that, the other yeah. elephant in the corner of the room was what we were going to do with the Donovan McNabb situation. McLazy. And in case you didn't hear. Donovan McNabb, or as John calls McNubb or McNuts, or whatever he feels like calling him at that point in time. He was indeed traded to the Minnesota Vikings, and I think we got a sixth-round pick. We got two sixth-rounders for him. One this year coming up, one in 2012 and one in 2013. One of them is conditional, Just like the uh, Hainsworth is in 2013. One of them is conditional, though? I think the second one is conditional. I still haven't seen whether or not that's the truth. I think it might just be a straight-up six, but 
Either way, the fact we got anything for that loser that we tried very hard at Harry Hog Football and amongst many, many Redskins fans, we really tried to think that he was going to be a good pick. But that lazy son of a gun came in here and he didn't do anything. So all I have to say about him is, cut! He's dead to me. I don't know, dude. I don't know if this is the right time to bring this up, but today I started panicking. Hmm? Because we do not, not have a quarterback. Situation. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty happy about some of these pickups we've been making. But we do not dude, we have a quarterback. we got your dog, that, uh, that dude from uh, that Hoosier. Ben Chapel. Ben Chapel. Ben, don't call me Chris Chapel. We'll talk about him a little bit later. But first of all, today I was thinking, and just for a split second, I was like, maybe we should have kept McNabb because um, we don't have, like right now on the roster, who's their most seasoned quarterback? Kellen Clemens? Kellen Clemens? Seriously? <laughs> what has John Beck played in like a half a game or something? Two yeah, games? And, and maybe, maybe that, ever. And Ben Chappell's played in zero. Dude, John Beck is our starter. And Rex Grossman is allegedly going to get re-signed and be the backup. And Ben Chappell is going to be the quarterback of the future future. Well, dude, I sent you a John text Beck, about who was this. the quarterback of the future last year. I sent you a text about this today. Do you think, since the, since the uh, trade fell through with the Dolphins, that we should try to pick up Kyle Orton? And I sent you a text back, and again, long-time listeners know, I like Kyle Orton. And I have argued since 2006 that he should have been the starter for the Chicago Bears way over Sexy Rexy. He was so much better than Rex Grossman. I don't understand why the coaching staff there was so in love with Rex Grossman. But Kyle Orton proved to be a much, much better quarterback there. He had a rather damn good year with 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 a team that's not very good the Broncos, last year. So, you know, he's floating out there. He's he's obviously on the trade block, and he knows that they're trying to get rid of him in Denver. So if we can get him for the right price, and from what I heard on NFL Network, they want no less than a third-round pick, which I think is too much. Well, let me ask you this. I'd say go get him. I'd say go get him, unless he's just not a fit for the system that Shanahan, that the Shannies, Shanny the elder and the younger, want to implement. Are you comfortable going into the season with our three quarterbacks right now? <laughs> I'm just as comfortable going in this year as I have been like every year for the last 10 years. And do so you no. see do you see a better <laughs> option out in the free agency or anywhere else for that matter than Kyle Orton? Um, I'd love to get, well, Carson Palmer maybe. But he's retiring because they're not letting him out. They won't let him out because Paul Brown only sees he's talks about, you know, commitment and honoring your contract and yet he does the exact opposite with his players every single year and hires criminals that the Cowboys cut. Yeah. Um eh, I don't know. Kyle Orton might be better. Hell, John, John Beck was a second round draft pick. Let's give him a shot. We might as well give him a shot. If he really completely sucks, we might be able to get a good quarterback coming out of next year's draft. Yeah, right, because everyone's going to be looking for uh, the, the deep-voiced uh, savior coming out of Stanford, Andrew Luck. Um, anyway, guess what, dude? Speaking of McNubb. What? We're playing the Vikings at home in December. We always play the Vikings <laughs> late in the year. Dude, I've been to, like, two Vikings games at FedEx, and one of them was, like, January 6th or something weird like that. Yeah. So the two big elephants in the room that we got rid of are coming back to home games. We're not, they're not even on the road. So it's going to be really interesting to see, one, if we can fill the stadium because we know all about all that crap. And number two, to see how the fans react to McNubb and Haynes' worthlessness. Well, I know how they're going to react. They're going to boo them. Or are they going to boo them lustfully or lustily? Oh, Hainsworth's not going to hear the end of it, dude. And the thing is, that's probably the one game he'll really show up for this year if he hasn't been already cut by them. I don't know, because if it's late in the season, he might not have anything left in his big, fat, rusty tank. He'll probably be hurt by then, because you know he hasn't been working out. The only thing he's been doing is trying to pay 
you know, child support and his for his divorce and child support from his wife and trying to deal with the uh the accident that he had in Tennessee where he hurt a guy who's permanently disabled and the guy that he did the road rage incident here in Virginia whom he uh Aaron pointed out to me on the phone the other day made whole so it did <laughs> not go to court. He made him and whole. And he's got the credit card cleavage waitress he's got to deal with. So He's got to play because he's got to make some money. Yeah, he does. But here's the other thing I was a little concerned about with this Hainsworth deal. I haven't looked since 6 p.m., but they said it was going to be contingent if he passed the physical. Oh. So for all we know, he could still be on the Redskins. (laughs) Wouldn't that suck? (laughs) Oh, my. If I wake up Saturday morning and I'm just, it's just like, hey, hey, hey. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, Josh? You've been very quiet this episode. I think CCs would be hiring back those um, temporary employees. Those temporary employees that got fired, like uh, Philip McCrevis. Oh, what does Josh think about it? Josh, what do you think about it? I called it. Really? I thought you said that Peyton Manning was going to be our next quarterback. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. (laughs) Uh, That was you. Who said that, dude? (laughs) That was you, dude. Are you listening or are you looking up stuff on the internet and not listening to what we're talking about? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Quit looking at porn and listen to what we're talking about, dude. Anyway, dudes, there's been a lot of cuts, cuts by the Redskins starting on Thursday when they were officially allowed, officially allowed to cut people. and said uh, that, dude? I guess we'll have to go through the list of everybody that has, in fact, been hey. cut. All right, listen to this, dude. I do not have the cut list in front of me and see if I can remember them all. All right, all right. I have the cut list in front of me right here. All right, first and it foremost. It does not include odd body hire, which is still a big question mark. Oh, I don't even want to. I didn't even know he was still on the team, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see if I can run it down here. Casey Raybach. Mm-hmm. Chaotic Funk. Chaotic Funk. Um, Philip Daniels. I'm kind of sad about that. But... Yeah. He, he was, like, old as balls. So. He's 38 <laughs> and a lot of injuries lately. But we're going to talk about him a little bit in uh, Hog Slap. We got a little interesting tidbit on him. But, yeah, super classy guy, team leader. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he, I don't think he's got much left physically for the game. Chad Simpson. Who else you got? Chad Simpson. Who? Chad, Chad Simpson. Ron Pescalou. Sam Pescalou. Paul What's his name? <laughs> Paul Or Paul Eskew. Is this Punter. Th- yeah, for like all day today, we didn't have a punter in camp, did we? Nope, nope. Allegedly, we've signed someone. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So this other punter that was on the team that I didn't know about, um, he got cut also. The one that the the one who flubbed the uh, the snap. Yeah, what's his name again? Um, cut is his name. Didn't he get cut what before training? Maynard. Baynard. Who what the hell is his name? Maynard. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, he's cut. And uh, Maynard, Maynard, did you get cut? Uh, Josh Bidwell, that's his name. <laughs> or Josh Bidwell. But there was another punter that they told just not to come to camp. Was that Pescalou? That might have been him. They just said, dude, don't. No, it was Bidwell they said not to come to camp. They were like, dude, don't even bother showing up. Um, let me see. Who else got cut? Who else got cut? Who else got cut? Dude, you got a couple other scrubs and a nose tackle that you loved. He was your oh, dog. John's dog, Kimatu Makuku, <laughs> got cut. Kimoyatu. Dude, that guy God, that sucked. guy sucked. He was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we've still got that dude that that big fatty dude that uh, ended up going to Green Bay for a little bit from last year as like a Bryant. backup nose tackle. Bryant, I thought Bryant. he was pretty Anthony decent. Bryant, he was pretty he was good. better than Hainsworth was. He tried. Yeah, he at least like got on the field and like tried. Used his girth to uh, move people. Used his girth to stop people. Exactly. You're missing two more. Two more scrubs. 
Two more scrubs. Um, 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 one um, receiver. Oh, I know. I wait, 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 wait. I know one. I know one. One of them is the wide right. receiver, Roy Dell Williams. Right. And Cut. the other one is. You're gonna you probably me. never remember. You're I didn't good. even remember this guy was on the team. Help me out with him. Andre Brown. I don't even know who that. He's a running back, isn't he? I think he was a running back. Well, I'll tell you what he is now. <laughs> so anyway, that's the cut list, dudes. And this there's only a few that I really want to talk time. about. First one, Casey Raybach. Who, yeah. as we were saying towards the second half of last season, he was sucking. He was he was pretty bad. He was getting beat a lot. And I mean, everyone saw it. Everyone knew it. I think he was a little surprised when he showed up to camp. And they, they let him go. But I think it's the right move. But who the hell is going to play center now? Well, Will Montgomery came in last year and played pretty good for him. Will Montgomery and Corey Schnell Liechtensteiger are apparently centers or played center in the past, like in college and some of the pros, like you said, with uh, Montgomery. Um, so those two are going to be competing for center this year. And don't forget, we signed... Um, Chester from the Ravens. Chris Chester, who can play guard or center. I think they're penciling him in at right guard, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So any one of those three guys is going to be the center. Yeah. And uh, we don't know who's going to be behind the center, but that's going to be the center. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know who's going to be at the right tackle either. We don't. No, it sure as hell isn't going to be Odd Body though. What? How is Odd Body still on the team, dude? I think it. They can cut him at any time. I think right. I mean, they can have ninety people in camp right now, so maybe they're hoping to get something for him. <laughs> what, what do you think? Gonna we'll get? give you Rex Grossman and Stefan Odd Body hire for fill in the blank. We'll give you Odd. Anyway, um, what just happened? I just got some weird what sound in my earphones. Uh, uh, would that be Josh trying to call in? I don't know. It's like the sound quality coming into my earphones just started sucking, so I can't really. He started it. going. Hey. Anyway. Anyway. Dude. Um, so those are the cuts. Those guys, they gone. Um, as they the Redskins gone. continue to get younger and uh, and the fatties continue to get a little bit nimbler on the offensive line so they can run this zone blocking scheme and then get run all over in December by the Eagles and the Giants, who are true NFC East teams and used to you know playing in the cold, frozen tundra. I'm really concerned about that. That's one of the things I hate about Shanahan's system. It's like, can they play in the cold? Can they play against these big, beefy defenses in the NFC East late in the season and in the playoffs? Dude, all I know is we beat the Super Bowl champions last year. That is true. That is something to hang our hats on. Um, it's the only thing to hang our hats on. Yeah, truly. And and there's been some scrubs that got cut and signed. We're not really going to talk about those, other, those guys because they're scrubs. And really, we don't have enough time for that crap. There's going to be so many scrubs going in and out of Redskins Park and all the other places during this chaotic week um, leading in, starting up with training camp. And like I said earlier in the podcast, I think it's awesome. I love this. I think this is so much fun. It's not all drug out throughout the entire year. Yeah, I know. But any other offseason, those scrubs, when one of them got cut, we could like make a whole podcast out of it. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, we, we could we could we could arrange one all the way around the taint. Let's just talk, on that. Let's talk about Philip Daniels, dude. Yeah, Philip Daniels. He he. How long was he on the Skins? He seemed like he was there forever. He played on the Redskins for a long time. I mean, he. See, I'll pull this up here real quick. He played on the Redskins. Um, the former first round pick from Seattle played on the Redskins for six years, and that's after four years in Seattle and four years in Chicago. And he never quite lived up to his, uh, I mean, not fourth, first round pick. He never quite lived up to that reputation that people gave him, but he was, 
he didn't never play quite as well as people thought he would, I think, but he was a very solid player. He was a great locker room leader and dude played hurt all the time. Mm. He played with the torn tricep last year. He tore his tricep and then the next podcast I was like, he's done. What did he do? He played the rest of the season. Yeah, dude. I know, man. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll go ahead and and mention it now. This is we got this down in hog slot, but he has been offered a coach and training gig by uh, Mike Shanahan. Um, should he not get a position playing for another team, he wants to keep playing. But he, you know, he may be back, kind of in that, uh, kind of in that. Uh, who was it? that did that last year and the year before Chris Samuels kind of a coach player, former player, kind of a coach Mm -hmm. kind of just hanging out type of thing. So yeah, classy guy. He he was, you know, someone who I'm glad to say he was a Redskin. Do we need to talk about any of the other guys Um, anymore? What about Sam Pascular, dude? Um, so do we need to talk about any of the other guys anymore? Um, what about Chad Robach? Robach. We already we talked already about, about Robach. No, those yeah. were the two big cuts. We don't really need to talk about the other dudes. They were scrubs. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So let's move on. Um, well, we've talked about the cuts. Um, and with all the cuts, especially Hainsworth and McNubb, we have cleared $12.5 million plus 22 million that we already were under the salary cap. So now we got 34.5 million. And the last time I checked, we only had like 63 or 64 people on the roster and we can have 90. Right. So we had about 34 and a half million to spend on free agents. Um, some of whom we're signing allegedly right now here on Friday night. Um, including, should should we go into the uh, list of the free agents and the signings? Yeah, start going through it, dude. I'm just going to do let's, a quick Google check to see if we have any late-breaking news. Late-breaking news as Aaron is, sh- is uh, checking things out. Um, well, first thing, the Redskins have signed. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention this a little bit earlier, that uh, the Redskins get younger and nimbler, except for at wide receiver, because we've signed like every old wide receiver in the league, apparently. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, including Dante Stallworth, who, of course, spent a year in prison for manslaughter when he was driving drunk and ran over a guy who was jaywalking. Um, Mm -hmm. We also signed, as we mentioned before, the backup quarterback from the Jets. We always get guys from the Jets. Kellen Clemens. I don't know... uh, I don't know... I don't know why we got him. Who? Clemens? Kellen Clemens. I don't know. Was he cheap? He's Probably. the most experienced quarterback on the team right now. So <laughs> so we got him. And, of course, the two bigger. We don't. We haven't had any of those blockbuster signings. Um, but we did have two big signings taking people away from teams in the <laughs> NFC East, one of which could work out to be really good and what, or could work out to be a real huge bust because we went – to freaking Dallas and signed a Cowboy. John, I know you were excited about this because how much you'd love getting players from the Cowboys. Like, Dude, cut, cut, cut. Um, I think I put on the website, why the effing hell did we sign a Dallas Cowgirl slash or cut boy? Um, Stephen Bowen. Not only that, but we paid him like a crap load of money. We paid him a lot. This dude is Stephen Bowen. He's a defensive end. We're paying him $27.5 million with about half of that guaranteed. He's never been a superstar or pro bowler. He wasn't even the a starter. The only thing I can figure, and, and the Cowboys wanted to re-sign him, but he admitted himself. He's already said, I followed the money. The Redskins offered me more money, and I went. So he had no loyalty to them, and that's good, at least, kind of, in that sense. But, I mean, he's never been like great or anything. I guess maybe it looks like he could be on the cusp of greatness at his position. The Cowboys were projecting him to be a starter at defensive end if they brought if he went back to them. Yeah, well he's he started a cowboy, the second man. Half of the what season. is that about? What? What is that about? He's a cowboy. We signed a cowboy. Dude, I don't know, but someone someone needs to be told down in the Redskins front office. Do I need to email Bruce Allen again? 
dude, you might have to email him again. You you should, dude. You should be like, hey, I'm the dude that emailed you about Larry and his green jumpsuits. And then um, I should be like, never mind the green jumpsuit. You signed a cowboy. What is that? What is that? What is he that? Probably have about? some witty answer like he never really liked playing in Dallas or something. Yeah, trust me. But anyway, and if he ever he wears signed, a cowboy's hat into the into the building, it will be burnt. It will be burnt. So anyway, we signed that dude. Questionable, but we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed that he could be really really good. But we'll see. Um, but we definitely need help on the defensive line. The defensive line was very very weak in the last season. Um, dude, not just Hainsworth. So I think the Barry Cofield pickup is going to be huge. And that's the other one for the Giants. Barry Cofield, the number ninety-eight. Of course, he's not wearing that this year. But that was he was he was a big he was a big deal for them. He's he was a true kind of a. I mean, even though he wasn't really playing nose tackle like he's going to be for the Redskins, he was he was one of those big guys that didn't put up a lot of stats, but he was really important out there, and he got a few sacks in there here and there. Well, so we don't know was, for sure he is going to be playing nose tackle. That's true. We don't, don't know exactly forget, how that's going to work out. John, don't mm-hmm. forget we have Jarvis Jenkins that we just signed, the rookie, second rounder. That's true, the defensive end out of Clemson, where the end stands for knowledge. And that guy, I, sh- I re- you remember talking to me talking to you about the, um, the footage I saw on YouTube when I was trying to look at the footage of that other guy, Daquan Bowers, and I was like, which right. number is he? And Jenkins was the one making all the plays. Yeah, Jenkins was the one out there making all the plays. So, you know, he could end up being a big deal. And he has signed and is in camp. So, yeah, I mean, you know, think about but this. We can't go with a bunch of rookies on the on the defensive line. We got to get some experience in there. So I think that this signing of Barry Cofield, I like that signing. I think that's a pretty good one. Between Barry Cofield, Stephen Bowens and. Um, who else oh, do we man. have? Who's our other end? I don't even know who's on the roster anymore, dude. Um, Bonnie Holiday, <laughs> guys like that. Bonnie Holiday, Bonnie Holiday. <laughs> and don't Bonnie forget, Bonnie Holiday might get cut. Bonnie Holiday. <laughs> don't forget, <laughs> don't forget <laughs> that we have Bryant, your dog Bryant, still in there. I like that dude. He's he's a beast, man. That dude's. That dude takes up a lot of real estate on the field. Even if he's a backup, I think I'm I'm hoping we keep that guy. Yeah. Um like so that's it. That I think that's pretty much it. Um We didn't talk about really the trade people. We well, hold on, hold on. We did sign uh we were supposed to sign Brandon Stokely, that wide receiver that made that awesome catch last year for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um he's been around for a while. He's one of those guys you might pick up on your fantasy team for a week or two. He was good once. For a year, he, um, well, he backed out. He backed out because he was like, they've already signed too many over thirty wide receivers. He was afraid of the competition, so he's still unsigned, yeah. as far as we know. Quite frankly, I don't um, want anyone on the team that's afraid of competition. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, all right, well, fine. See you later, dude. Um, and we also traded Aaron's dog, Jeremy Jarman, the defensive end who never really, really messed with the new three four. Uh, that dude we got from the supplemental draft out of Kentucky. Uh, we traded him to the Broncos for Jabbar Gaffney. Gaffney which I really... Speaking of random guys. He's a second-tier receiver. Or third. But I really think Hankerson's going to step up. And I've also already called it that Malcolm Kelly's going to step up this year. Dude, and that's one that you and I... We don't disagree on much, but you and I disagree on that i think malcolm kelly's gonna hurt himself again in training camp and he's gonna be done that guy's legs are fragile they're fragile man so at this point who do you think the starting wide receivers are gonna be well i think one is gonna be santana moss who signed very quickly uh, agreed to re-sign with the redskins he's been saying that he wanted to re-sign with the redskins i had no doubt that he was gonna sign. yeah yeah i didn't either i would have been very surprised if he had gone elsewhere so i'm glad he's back um, Anthony Armstrong has a shot. We'll see how if he's uh, if he has a if he's not a one year wonder. We'll see how he does with uh, guys in there. And Dante Stallworth might have a good shot. And this Hankerson guy might might end up being the fourth or fifth receiver his first year. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Hankerson was the third receiver. 
from the I footage. I wouldn't be surprised. We'll see how that shakes out. So I that mean, leaves Brandon knows, Banks dude? to be who cut knows? then, dude. Unless they keep him as a return man. I don't a know. Specialist. I don't know. We'll see as well. He says he's at about 80% after getting stabbed in the offseason. We talked about that in the past. 80% is not um, going to cut it for him. He needs to be 100. Yeah. I mean, that puts him at only like four foot nine. <laughs> 80% of five feet is like four feet zero. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's five four. So, in any uh, event, so yeah, those those are the veterans. Uh, we haven't re-signed any of our other veterans, though. Yeah, like a quarterback. Like we don't even have crappy Rex Grossman on the team right Rex now. Rex Grossman has not been re-signed. Um, let me see. I got the list right. Her, Rocky McIntosh, H. B. Blades, Jamal Brown, the right tackle. We got no right tackle. We need to get Jamal Brown back. Dude, Mike Furry, the wide receiver. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Rogers. He hasn't gone yeah. anywhere else, has he? I haven't heard. Probably, he's probably out there trying to get a lot of money, and everyone's like, "Dude, you can't catch." He's out there like, "No, I really am worth thirty million a year." Yeah, right. It wouldn't. It would not. I don't think it'll happen, but it would not surprise me if we end up getting him back, pretty well, cheap. Which I would not mind having him as a third, as a backup. Dude, speaking of cornerbacks, we didn't talk about that other dude we got from the Ravens, um, Josh Wilson. Oh yeah, dude, that's another one, and and uh, we just picked him up as well. That guy might that might be a really good pickup. He's gonna start, dude. He's it's very start. possible. He's he he just took Carlos Rogers' job. It's gonna be him opposite D'Angelo Hall, and then probably in the slot is gonna be um, I don't know. Who else do we have? Eh, Buchanan, if we sign him back. No, no he's a safety. Um, they're talking about Barnes staying at cornerback. We think he needs to be a safety. We've talked about that, too. He was good at safety last year. He was good at safety. Um, yeah, another Kevin unsigned Barnes. guy, Reed Dowdy. Um, I don't know if we'll bring him back or not. Chris Wilson, the defensive end. We, I think we should bring back Chris Wilson. He's one of those dudes that's like a true redskin. He really is. He kind of falls into that one-man gang fold. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not quite as, as big, but he's kind of in that deal. Um, Yeah, Josh Wilson could be a really sneaky pickup, but we'll see. But, but you know, you can never have enough cornerbacks, so I, I would not mind if they kept Carlos Rogers and brought him, or brought him back if, if they get him cheap enough. Especially if they can get and, him You know, make him hungry. Stick. He did. One thing about him, he didn't get burned a lot last year. He played a pretty good year. I know he was in a contract year, so he was trying that, but... Yeah, you're still. right, dude. I wouldn't mind assigning him again. As long as he doesn't start. As long as he's not <laughs> one of the top two. Yeah, I mean, we've got all these safeties, too, dude. Tons, yeah. What's, what's up with Kareem Moore? Kareem Moore is going on the pup list, um, which is the physically unable to perform list. Which the deal with that is it's not like injured reserve. Once you're on it, you're done for the year. With the pup list, you're on it and it frees up a roster spot and you can stay on it up through week eight of the regular season and be activated at any time. And then they have to cut someone so you can get on the active roster. So how long so you can come do back in week two? These... You can come back in week four. You can come back anytime up to week eight. But at that point, they have to either put you on their active roster or cut you or injured reserve or something like that. So what's wrong with Kareem Moore right now? Um, dude, he's always injured. I talked about that last year, man. He's always injured. Let me see if I can bring it up. I was looking at it just a little bit ago. It's like, man, he's... He might get cut. He's fragile, man. He's fragile. And LaRon Landry I mean, is also on the pup list because of his Achilles tendon. He's just trying to... Yeah, and also he had shoulder and, I think, foot or ankle surgery. Yeah, um, he'll be back. In the off season. I hope so. I've got a bad feeling about Leron Landry because this Achilles was a problem since last season, and it's not right yet. That's not a good thing. Yeah, Leron Landry, it would be pretty killer with Leron Landry and um, what's-his-face? I can't even think of his name. The Rams, dude. With the Togway? Yeah. Yeah, I think a Togway is going to make a big difference back there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, Moore, Kareem Moore, and Robert Henson were both put on the pup list because of knee surgery in the off season. They're still recovering, but yeah, Leron Landry's got it's. They're really worried about his strained Achilles tendon from last year because he didn't have surgery or anything because it never ruptured. 
I, I just have a bad feeling it's going to be lost season for him this year, and that's really going to suck. I don't think so. I, I, I called it. I called it. I'm a lot more concerned about the quarterback situation. You are, dude. You can't get off of that. And understandably so. John but, Beck is our starting quarterback. Anyway, dude, I think it's about time for us to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about yeah. some undrafted rookies we picked up, um, some bad news, uh, some other stuff. Maybe talk about the voicemail from Nick the Greek. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the uh, we'll get the hog slop in there, the notable free agents. Um, we talked about that already. Anyway, and even of course the BR of the week. Yeah, we'll talk to you. Right after this station identification. I called it. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757 757- Two five nine nine three seven seven. That's right. Remember that. Welcome back, dudes. Thanks, dude. Welcome back, Aaron. Welcome back, Josh. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, Josh isn't here. Oh, yeah. That song, in case you're wondering, is from They Might Be Giants. Brand new album, Join Us. Can't keep Johnny down. Thought it was fitting. Is he talking about Dallas or Philadelphia? It's probably one of the two. What? The town. The dick town. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever hang out in Philadelphia or Dallas. So. I don't know. Hopefully not. Any event, dudes, now that football is back, and those of you and some of you have already figured this out, Harry Hog Fantasy Football is back. That's H H F F F L. The Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League is back. <laughs> Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. <laughs> <laughs> For like, what is this? Our fifth year, our sixth year? We've done this. I think it's our fifth year. And I've never won it. I haven't either. And of course, Josh hasn't won it. He always comes in last. <laughs> Dude, all I know is I've won the one at my office twice, and I've never even come close to winning the Harry Hog Football one. I know. Well, right now, the reigning champion is the Abergorky Warriors, which is our uh, our man Simon out there in Wales. He was um, still yet to get his trophy. He, you... His trophy is going to be uh, on the way. I'm going to put it in the mail on Monday. Yeah, that Manchester United fan will be getting his trophy. <laughs> hey, dude, speaking of, Manchester United, in case you want to come over, Simon, is playing at FedEx Field tomorrow. Versus tomorrow Bar- night. Versus my dogs, messy... Barcelona. Against the messy less Barcelona, Messi isn't even making the trip. Why not? Because he's on. They're giving him a break because he plays yeah. all the time. Oh, they well. just had the, the the whatever that cup is down in South America. In any event, enough football. Well, I'm glad I didn't pay to go to that game. I know, right? I would have been pissed. Yeah. 
You gotta sit there and watch Wayne Rooney run around and all get like all pissed. I know. Um. Anyway, Looking so the football like league is back. If you were, <laughs> if you were in uh Harry Hog Harry Hog football fantasy football last year, you've gotten an email invitation. Check your email. Most guys are back in. But if there are open positions in the league and you would like to be a part of the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League, you can email us. Um, I guess email me, John, at HarryHogFootball.com. It's John with and an H. If a, spot, if a spot opens up, you'll get in. If a spot opens up. We usually, we we have like maybe one spot a year sometimes, sometimes yeah. two, but usually usually not. We've got guys that have been in the league the whole time. Long time fans. And unlike the Washington Redskins, we do have a real waiting list to get on. We have we have a waiting list that's at least two people long. At least. We almost had enough to do a second league last year, but we'll see how that goes. So anyway, yeah. And uh, you know, also check out the website, harryhogfootball.com. Um, you can also call and leave a message like Nick the Greek did the other day. Um Yeah, and I know that you guys are just tuning back in because the off season is over. Um, You may have noticed that on the website now, you can just go ahead and stream the podcast right from a little player on there. You don't have to like download it anymore if you do not want to. And you can get to that from the website. And since um, it is also iPod, iPhone, iPad friendly, um, you can play it right there on the site. Yes, sir. And if you want to call and leave a message and maybe get uh, get part of that message played on here or maybe auto tune. Um, it's a uh, seven, seven Harry hog. That's seven, seven, four, two, seven, seven, nine, four, six, four. And if you would like to send in a general comment, send it to Redskins fan at Harry Yeah. And back to the news. Um, back to the news, bad news, breaking bad news here in, uh, the NFC East. Asso Muga is on the Eagles now. Asso Muga. Ass of moi. Ass of moi is on the Ass Eagles of now. Moi. The Eagles. The the latest report before the 6 uh, p.m. Friday signing period opened for free agents was that Asamoah, the cornerback, the awesome cornerback from the Raiders, was going to go either to the Jets or the Cowboys. And then it ends up being the Eagles. So... Either way, the Cowboys or the Eagles. It sucks for us because he's damn good. And it sucks doubly, I think, that he went to the Eagles because if there's a team in the last 10 years that has consistently had a really good secondary, it's been the Eagles. And I hate them. And I hate them. I hate them. I really want to beat the Giants, though, seriously. You you are fixated on beating the Giants, and I think we might have a good shot at that this year. We'll see how it goes, especially if they bring back (laughs) old-ass TV (laughs) Is that what you're going to say? Uh-oh. Lost John there. <laughs> Lost John there for a second. So, um, I guess it's just me by myself on the podcast. So, um, okay. So, yeah, I really want to beat the Giants. Haven't beat them in like what seems five years or so. Anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Um, we already talked about Landry, Kareem Moore, and Henson being on the pup list. So, um, hmm, let me see. Let me turn this off for a second. All right. So, um, anyway, um, let's see. Moving on. Notable Redskins free agent still unsigned. You back, John? No, I'm back. Oh, okay. I was trying to talk amongst myself and I started panicking. I'm just like, uh. Well, I was sitting there talking, and I said something that I thought was funny, and I didn't hear you laugh. And I looked down, and my phone is like blinking. Call ended. Call ended. <laughs> and I was I'm like, what? Like... What? 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 And the music's like, and I don't even know if that's on the podcast or not, but it was throwing me off. Oh, man. Only the highest quality ingredients here at Harry Hog Football, people. But if you've been listening this long, you're probably still listening. Anyway, free agents that still aren't signed. We already <laughs> talked about Jamal Brown and John's favorite dog, Rexy, Sexy Rexy. Oh, golly. And, of course, the new cowboy is John's new favorite dog. Or the- Dude, that, that's not even funny. I, I wish you wouldn't joke like that. Um, we also signed all of our draft picks. Every single draft pick has been signed as, and is in camp. Even that scrub? So that's good. 
Even that last scrub that didn't sign. Um, it was like last night at midnight. I'm texting John. I'm like, Kerrigan signed. So now that just leaves uh, some seventh round scrub that I didn't even know that we um, drafted unsigned. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what his name was. Um, I've got it here in just a second as I'm bringing it up. Um, his name is Maurice Hurt, and he's some offensive lineman. So anyway, um, in any event, yeah, I don't yeah, even know. If, I, don't, I don't think he was holding out. I think maybe he just wasn't high priority for the Redskins. Um, probably tired uh, administrative <laughs> staff at that point. Do you think? Do you think he was kind of hanging out, being like, "Dude, dude, I'm ready to sign my contract." Hey, hey, I even brought my own pen, man. I brought, and they're like, "Oh, all right, cool, that's cool." Maurice, just stand over there for a few minutes. Hold Maurice, on. could you, Ryan um, Kerrigan? You go- seriously, we need to get this signed to get you in camp. Yeah, and, and Bruce the Allen is like, can you uh, go Bruce over there the and get Allen. me a cup of coffee, Maurice? Um, yes, um, Crotch, could you go get me a cup of coffee? We'll get to you in a um, minute. We'll get around to you. Who knows, maybe he'll turn out to be something. We'll see. But they're all there, and we signed a bunch of like undrafted free agents. We already talked about the quarterback out of Indiana, um, who, who is going to be a project, but Aaron, you like this guy. I've seen him play in one game, maybe two, and I thought he was really accurate. Um, and he was leading so his team. I, I think they were playing. It was Indiana, and I think they were playing like Iowa or something like that. Some team that was mm-hmm. ranked, and of course Indiana wasn't. And they were uh, battling back and forth, and at the end, Indiana was down by like four, and he drove them all the way down the, the field. It came down to like, I don't remember the exact situation, but no time on the clock, and he threw a perfect pass to the back of the end zone. And his receiver just dropped it. It like hit him in the numbers and oh, fell down his chest. Man. So I mean, there was nothing else he could have done. I thought he did. He was doing pretty well. My boss, who was also a Redskins fan and an Indiana season ticket holder, hmm. was saying that we should draft him. And I was like, dude, um, maybe we can get him undrafted because I don't Cause think he he's going anywhere. And he was like, "Dude, he, when we he heard we picked him up, he's like, watch, watch, you'll see. So, you heard it here first, folks. Well, yeah, we, you've probably heard it like 20, 30 episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, Ben Chappell, we'll see how it goes. I mean, he could be a project. He could be the next Joe Flacco. Now, didn't we sign some other Chappell guy today? I thought I saw that. Maybe. We've signed a whole bunch of like scrubs and that I've never heard of. We're not going to go through the whole list. Um, we cut a bunch of scrubs, too, including Macho Harris. We'll mention him because everyone remembers his name. Macho Harris um, got cut? When? I didn't he hear cut. that. He got cut either this morning, Friday morning, or last night. Huh. Okay. He was he was the only real notable name that I remember from the cut list. So Interesting. Take that for what you will. I still... Everybody else were people that we signed. That, that, I mean, people that really haven't Kedrick Golston. Kedrick Golston, we need to get him re-signed. Um, we haven't, I haven't heard that he's re-signed yet. We did re-sign Byron, don't call me Brian, Westbrook. For the, real? I don't know if you can call him a nickelback, the dime back, <laughs> and special team standout. I think that's a good signing. He has a chance to make the team again. The guy plays hard, so yeah, that's cool. But I still think we need to... Sign Jamal Brown. I think we need to give him another shot. You guys were too hard on him last year. No, I agree with you. I think you're exactly right. The problem with him is that he had he was coming back from bad. Uh, it was ankle or Achilles or something like that, and he was coming back from it. And he came back too quick. And the reason he kept missing games was that he didn't have time to get. He never. He was never given time to fully heal. So I mm-hmm. think you're right, dude. I think he's someone that they should get, but he is checking out. He's chasing the money. Whoever gives him the most money is where he's going. Well, I mean, I don't think that Rocky McIntosh is coming back, dude. I don't think they want Rocky McIntosh back. Yeah, I don't either. Well, I don't. They, I think he I wants mean, too I, much I've money. Read, I've, I, I've read that he wants to come back here, and that might just be him, you know, trying not to burn bridges or anything, but or keeping his options open. But but I haven't seen the. I've seen stuff where the Redskins aren't interested in bringing him back. So I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's uh that's going to be an option. Mm-hmm. But again, in the three four, you need a lot of linebackers. So I guess we'll see. Maybe we should have traded him to the Bears after all. Back in the day, dude. I know this doesn't really fit in here, and I'm just going kind of stream of consciousness. But yep. I'm really excited about looking, watching these, all these rookie running backs in the preseason. 
Like we got all young running backs, dude. Yeah, you're right. I know it's like you know Shanahan doesn't really care about the running backs. It's like he just thinks they're a dime a dozen. But yeah, we don't have like he, old running backs on. Like we don't have any old running backs. We got all young dudes. Like it was last year. Last year was all bringing all the old running backs. This year we got stuff up. We got two. And this rookies. year we're bringing in all the old wide receivers. Yeah, we got Roy Helu from. He's from Penn State, right? Evan Royster. Yeah, yeah. Or is Evan Royster from Penn State? Evan Royster. Um, I get him confused. I do too. Whichever anyway, one it is, hopefully he's going to be the one that breaks the Penn State running back curse. That's for sure. Yeah, those two guys, and then we got another running back, and we got what's his face from last year, Ryan Terrain. Ryan All Terrain, injury prone, but really good when he's on. So that'll be interesting to see as well. All right, now we can get back to the itinerary. We got so dude, we got so many people right now. I mean, we're, we're putting the roster up to ninety, so it's it's we can't even name all the people. There's so many, so much going on. So, and you can't go to Redskins.com for an accurate line on on who's on the team with the roster because they're they're still looking at the roster like it's January. It still says last updated like January two thousand ten or something. Something like yeah, and yeah, there the news on there is so 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 far behind. It used to only be a little bit behind. It's really behind. It still has Nick Novak as the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Sharp or Donish. Yeah, don't even bring him. <laughs> Sean Gilbert. Um. Anyway, um, man, dude, it's already fifty six minutes in. I know, dude. It's I love it. There's so much going on. We have, like you said, we could go for two hours on this, but we're not going to do that because your ears will probably start bleeding. Um, yeah, we're going to let it settle down here. We're going to go through some hog slop and round this thing out. And just, just in case, I don't think we brought this up, but we had to shut down the commenting on the the website because apparently there's some kind of what is it? Security breach. Josh was talking about. Basically, if you've ever commented on the website on a story, it says hail to the blank and you fill in the word Redskins, obviously, and that allows you to uh, post a comment on a, on a uh, on an article. And apparently some robot somewhere, some bot figured it out and started spamming us, so it was like Viagra coming out of our ears. So he had to shut that down until we get something a little bit stronger because it was, a, I guess, it was too easy to figure out. Yeah, but Jack- we're gonna have something up on that soon. Other than that, you can go to the uh, on the left hand side. We got the chat box, and you can put in live comments on there, and it even tells you like right now, John and one guest are online, and you can put live comments on there whenever you want. And if someone else is online, they can answer you live right back. It's like it's like a little messaging system. Yeah. But yeah, and then we'll let you know. We'll put up a post when we finally get that thing squared away. So just bear with us. Yeah. 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 All right. So it is I, preseason. Dude, I think it's time for the hog slop. I think so. Um, let's move on into the hog slop. All right. So, Atogway, you know, coming over for the Rams, and he was yep. none other than 21. Popular but his number, number will be switching to number 20 in honor of Sean Taylor. That's right. It was in his locker when he got to uh, Redskins Park, and he was totally cool with it. And he said that he, you know, honor Sean Taylor. He wasn't going to ask for twenty-one, and he was very cool about it. Um, another player who switched numbers is Fred Davis, switched from eighty-six to eighty-three. His college number. Apparently, he's lost weight and has a new food regimen and and a new alarm clock. And he says he's ready to have a breakout year. And which is he great thinks... for Aaron because uh, he hates Chris Cooley. And he thinks he's James Thrash and Albert Connell. And Albert Gary Connell. and uh, Richie Sanders. Ricky, Ricky Sanders. Sanders before Albert that. Connell. And Ricky Sanders. Vin- <laughs> Vinny Serrato said recently on the radio um, to anyone that would listen, which is almost no one, that he would sign Fat Albert again if he had the chance. Is he the worst GM the Redskins have ever had, Aaron? Yes, he is. And I'll also tell you this, and I would have asked him this if I was at the radio show. Would you have signed him again if it was your money and not Dan Snyder's? I like that. Um, Anthony Armstrong swore in a naval sailor at his reenlistment ceremony. The guy wanted to uh, be reenlisted by a Redskin, and Anthony Armstrong volunteered to do it. Yeah, he was like, that's cool, I'll do it. Yeah, pretty cool. So Philip Daniels, although we said he was cut, I think we mentioned this, he's been offered a coach-in-training gig from Shanny the Elder. I think he should take it. 
Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is going to give him a chance to play, but you can't blame him. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to turn it off, I think. You always hear it's hard to turn it off when they've been playing. He's been playing for 18 years. Yeah, dude, was that before or after I saw an article where he was criticizing Shanny the Elder for the way he handled the Hainsworth thing? I think I think the article was afterwards. It was in a radio interview, and he didn't criticize him that badly. He just said he thought that the coaching staff should have put a squelch on Hainsworth and his crap much earlier than they did. Okay, well, I would personally like to see Philip Daniels as a coach in training because he is a great leader, apparently, in the locker room. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dante Stallworth, some of his quotes, and these were in good ways. This wasn't him, like, joking or anything because he's happy to be here, apparently. Um, he said he had quotes that included words or phrases such as burgundy and yellow and pig masks, obviously referring to the uh, hog snouts that some of us awesome fans wear to the games. Is this a uh, red or burgundy flag a la Jim Zorn? Aren't the colors red and black? Oh, so he's messing with them is what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know if he's did that on purpose or if that's just him trying to figure, you know, that that was what he really thought was going on. All right, anyway, um, the Vikings punter, if you didn't hear this, who is number five, his name is Chris Clue or something like that. Mm-hmm. He has offered to give McNabb his number five if he mentions that his own band called Tripping Icarus in at least five press conferences and give 5000 to charity. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, a lot of times when players go to from team to team, if someone has the number they want and that player coming in is a bigger star say a quarterback over a punter um the, the quarterback will want to get his number and usually there is a cash transaction of some kind under the table between the players um and that happens it could be a little bit it could be a lot it could be a bit of a stink over it um and all that chris cluey said was like you have to met dude you have to mention my band tripping icarus in at least five press conferences and give some money to charity. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny too. So I, I that's our that, hog slop. That wraps up the hog slop. It's time to move into John's favorite and Nick the Greek's favorite. BR of the week. Week, week, week. And you know, as much as we hate the Bleacher Report, we do get some pretty interesting headlines. And this one isn't as funny as the ones last week, but... uh. The BR of the week this week is NFL trade rumors, Miami Dolphins increasing interest in Donovan McNabb. <laughs> is that the only one? That that was the best one. They didn't have a lot. Because they actually had real stuff to talk about. So And yeah, there was real stuff to talk about. And I never actually read the articles anymore and like not like because we already know that they're a bunch of BR. But let me ask you this. I mean, that's yep. difficult for the BR to come up with stuff like that when there's so much real stuff happening. Yeah, that's why there. That's why there wasn't much. Uh, there wasn't a good headline this week. I mean, that was the best we could do. When there's real stuff going on, crap like that, they they don't know what to do. Dude, let me ask you this on the shout out. Cut no hands twenty two. What you gonna change your name to, man? If we don't resign him, <laughs> Cali Skins it might guy. Be one of those nicknames that that carries on into perpetuity because real fans will remember. Cali like Skins guy. If you call yourself guy. Diesel, or the Diesel, or something. What's up? Dude Man Wit on Twitter, Daily Grumbles, Nicholas uh, the Greek, Shake Downtown. Uh, Here's a special shout out out there to uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., NASCAR driver, for being a true Redskins fan. He was recently on the Dan Patrick Show. If you haven't heard the show, you need to go check it out. Good radio show. It's also on TV. Earnhardt said his favorite players growing up, he's a huge Redskins fan, by the way, if you didn't know that, goes to games still sometimes. He's not racing on Sundays, which is really rare. (laughs) And he said his favorite players growing up, like myself, were Art Monk and Daryl Green, and that he hasn't found it difficult to maintain his fandom even through two decades of tough times. That's a real fan, man. He is a true Redskins fan. Mm -hmm. Apparently his dad rooted for the Raiders in Super Bowl eighteen. Yeah, well, that's pretty weak. I don't need to get into that. Anyway, um, once again, visit harryhogfootball.com and read some funny onion-like articles from John about Albert Hainsworth and others. (laughs) Give us a -a ring-a-ding-ding. Leave a message if you want us to auto-tune it. We can do that. Phone number is 
877 no, not eight seven. No, 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 no. One seven seven four two seven seven nine four six four. That's seven seven Harry Hog, and it's on the website. Yeah, seven seven Harry Hog. <laughs> you can donate and give us some money if you want. I did just have a hard drive crash. It cost me a few hundred bucks to get the computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a donate button if you want to donate to pay through PayPal. Um, it is not tax deductible, um, but it is, does go to True Redskins fans who bring you this quality entertainment every week or so in the off season and every week for sure during the football season and that pretty much wraps it up i'd like to give a final shout out to our benevolent sponsor david lee of david lee legal services yes sir and um well i guess josh never made it onto the podcast this week so hopefully he'll be back for episode 259 We'll talk to you guys next week. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Yep. I'm hoping a new quarterback in camp and not Rex Grossman. Oh, my God. Anyway, hail to the Redskins. see what happens. Yeah, there's going to be tons of news, I'm sure, next time as well. But hail to the Redskins, like Aaron said. And if you see a Cowboys fan or Albert Hainsworth, choke them. And joke the Patriots fan. And joke... The, I don't know, the Vikings fans. Joke em!